What's up, friends? Before we hop into the show, I got to tell you about our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. They've been rolling with us for so long, and we really appreciate their support. And we also really appreciate the great work they do over at Green Mountain Dental. So many of us at DNVR go to them, and they also come to, come to us. They hang out to, at the DNVR bar with us, and they are a damn good dentistry. And if you go there and schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. That's right. All you have to do is take care of your teeth and do what you do twice a year already. Go to the dentist and you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush from our friends over at Green Mountain Dental if you schedule that cleaning, x-ray, and exam. Like I said, they're a longtime DNVR partner. They've shown us the love, so make sure to show them the love. That's Green Mountain Dental. All right, Ryan, let's hop into the show. DNVR and we are live from Studio A here at the DNVR bar and today the A stands for a lot of faith meaning a lot of faith Vegas has in the Denver Broncos or at least in people to bet on the Denver Broncos and we put a lot of faith in Kale to get the set ready for us and you know sometimes that faith isn't always uh, rewarded. I think Might it was to... on purpose. I think he wanted to uh, get a can- some camera time. He did. Yeah, he got a little love yesterday from the commenters and he said I'm going to stretch this. I need camera time now. You've heard of super producer Kale but have you heard of super producer Fail? Oh, ouch. Uh... That's his name today. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is kind of crazy, Zach, because the Broncos have not even made the playoffs for six years. And yet, year after year after year, they keep getting respect in these um, uh, Super Bowl preseason odds. Yep. And it's an interesting dynamic where you kind of have to ask yourself, is this more about what the book thinks is going to happen or what the book thinks people think is going <laughs> to happen? And that's probably where I would lean on this. But as you look, the Broncos currently rank ninth, tied for eighth. Tied for eighth. Yeah, there we go with the ra- with the Ravens. Yes, yes. The Ravens who have an MVP quarterback on yep. their side. Yep. The Broncos have the same Super Bowl odds as them at plus two thousand in front of them. Like we said, they're tied with the Ravens in front of them. The Packers, the Bengals, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Rams, the Bills, and the Chiefs. Something that all those teams have in common? Well, a lot of things. They all made it to the playoffs last year. Mm, yes, yes, I they guess, did. Except for the Ravens. Right, the Ravens did not make it, and I guess that's why they're, I guess, losing a little bit of love. Yeah. But let me ask you, Zach, is this a hedge on the part of the sports book? Because they're saying, hey, we don't want to be exposed if the Broncos do get an Aaron Rodgers, a Russell Wilson, one of these guys. Or are they saying, eh, people are just falling for these tricks right now. We don't, you know, let's let's move the lineup because a lot of people are trying to get action on the Broncos. Yeah, I want to say it's that, but Ryan, they're, they're hedging of the Broncos getting a superstar quarterback, and they've been hedging for so long 
long now. And even when we see, I think DraftKings for what, a couple of hours a few weeks ago put up an Aaron Rodgers. Where's he going to go? Broncos were the heavy favorite to be there. Other books have the Broncos as a heavy favorite as well. They just think that something is going to happen here. And it is just crazy. You have the Green Bay Packers. And when you when you look at this, the Green Bay Packers plus 1,600. Broncos don't have a quarterback right now. And they're only 400 behind Green Bay, who was the number one seed in the NFC. And just, what, two months ago, the Green Bay Packers were second best odds to win the Super Bowl this year? Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, And I I hate to say this, I actually think the value here is on the Packers. Um, Whereas whereas with the Broncos, you're really taking a gamble on a lot of things happening. Mm -hmm. The Packers, you're essentially taking a gamble on them keeping Aaron Rodgers. Right. Um, and as we kind of talked about over the last week, I've said, yeah, I'm kind of to the point where I just feel like it's only a matter of time before we get a Schefter tweet that says Aaron Rodgers has agreed to a two-year extension worth $90 million. Yep. So at plus 1,600, first of all, it's going to go up right from there yep. um, as soon as they lock him down. And then once they're 8-0 and or whatever, they're probably going <laughs> to yeah. be the co-favorites. Yep. Um, and you know, you'll, uh, you'll be able to cash that out or let it ride. So in terms of value for the Packers, where do you think they skyrocket when he officially signs a two year deal? If that's what he does right now, chiefs and bills are tied for first at plus plus seven fifty, And then second is the Rams at plus a thousand. I would think they end up tied with the Rams at plus a thousand. So they, they move up from being very close to the Broncos to having the second best odds. Yeah. 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 I think that's probably where they would go. And if the Broncos were to get Aaron Rodgers, I think the same thing will happen. In fact, I can see the Broncos passing the Rams merely on all the action. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the people are just going to be pouring it in on the Broncos and the Broncos will probably jump up to like plus eight fifty. Yeah. And They'd be the sexy team. They would. Exactly. And everyone would be talking about two straight years, a first-year quarterback with a new team. He's won the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the third one to do that. Plus the back-to-back MVP. Yep, yep. Uh, I think a lot of people will be all over that. Has anyone gone back-to-back-to-back? I don't think so. Nope. I mean, the only person would be Peyton, right? This is is, uh, a selling point I would give to Aaron Rodgers. Voter, um, what's the word? Voter fatigue, uh, yeah, fatigue will keep you from winning it a third year in a row <laughs> in Green Bay. <laughs> but the fun new story of Aaron Rodgers in yep. Denver opens the door right back And when up. you beat Patrick Mahomes twice and Justin Ooh. Herbert twice, that's going to knock their MVP candidacy down. Where, as in the NFC North, who are you competing against? Kirk Cousins? Yeah. No. Justin Fields? Not no. Yet. Yeah, not yet. And Detroit? Jared Goff? Uh, he'll laugh at that. Man, what if like Rodgers has a take that like it's too easy mm. uh, in the NFC North? I need to go to the hardest <laughs> division so my team's ready for big, tough games. Wouldn't that be the opposite of what some people think? Some people think, why would Aaron Rodgers come to Denver to play mm-hmm. against these two guys? And Derek Carb not being the, a bad third quarterback in the division, but he has the complete opposite approach. So is this a scenario of if they get Rodgers, it goes up. If they get Wilson, it goes up. If they get anyone else, it goes down. It's got to be, right? Because, Ryan, you look at the teams they're ahead of. They're ahead of half the playoff teams. 
this past year. Now, they're ahead of the Bucks only slightly. So I think the Bucks are also being hedged here that Tom Brady comes back to them because no reason the Bucks should be above six other playoff teams without Tom Brady, in my opinion. I can't tell you how annoyed I will be if Tom Brady comes back. He's coming his 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 full retirement lasted less than two weeks, Ryan. He's coming back. It's now gonna... it may not be with the Bucks, but he's coming back. If he comes back with someone other than the Bucks, at least that's interesting. No, it's San Francisco. Yeah, that's And then it's interesting because where's Trey Lance going? Ooh, is he just sitting? Is he open for a trade? We might have to add him to this list. Exactly. Uh, And speaking of this list, Zach, here's what I want to do. We have compiled a list of all the potential quarterbacks that the Broncos could land this offseason. So let's go through, and I guess we did leave off some of the rookies. We only put one rookie on here um, because he's our favorite. Um, (laughs) So let's go through this. And I think the the rookie. (laughs) And I think the rookie conversation would pretty much be the same for all of them. Well, if they hit, blah, blah, blah. So let's go through this. We're going to throw up our our handy dandy timer. Mm, We love this time. And go through this and say, okay, if the Broncos get this guy. Where do they stack up in the NFL? And we'll use the odds to kind of guide us here as where the top teams really rank going into next season. Um, so let's start with Aaron Rodgers, even though we just talked about it. Let's put, what are we putting, three minutes on the clock? All right, we got three minutes to discuss this. Go. Boom. The Broncos, like you said, Ryan, they would jump way up from here. This is not a hedge. The Broncos having the eighth best odds isn't where they would be after getting Aaron Rodgers. It's kind of the middle ground. Yep. So where would they be without Rodgers? 18, 20 probably. So then take the inverse of that, two or three. Mm-hmm. So I th- I still think they're behind the Chiefs, uh, behind the Bills as well, especially because the Chiefs and Bills are tied for the best odds to win the Super Bowl. But I think you're right. I think they're neck and neck with the Los Angeles Rams with the tied for the second best odds to win the Super Bowl. Oh, that'd be third best odds to win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, I, I personally think um... – they will be the favorite in some eyes and especially after action just keeps rolling in and rolling in at some point I think they are the favorite uh if they were to get Aaron Rodgers and in terms of where this team stacks up against those teams Mm -hmm. wouldn't you say they have the better defense than the Chiefs or the Bills but it depends on it depends on who they lose and and Ryan where I think this change where the conversation changes between the Rams and the Broncos does Von Miller stay with the Rams or does he come with the Broncos? And I honestly think that's what gives the nod to the Broncos or the nod to the Rams. Mr. Prisoner of the moment, Vaughn, yesterday saying, we got to run it back. <laughs> yeah. um, so Today he'll probably be on Instagram saying, I can't wait to be back in Denver. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he'll be teasing everyone again. Um, by the way, congratulations to the dozens of people who celebrated yeah. the uh, the Rams Super Bowl. Pretty one-on-one experience for yeah. those fans, though. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. It was a really intimate <laughs> setting. Uh, anyways, yeah, I think the Broncos probably jump up to three originally and then move their way all the way up to the top, at least in the public eye. Um, and man, what, what an exciting, exciting time that would be. Okay. I'm going to go through the standings from last year. You tell me if the Broncos are better or worse than these teams, Green Bay. Um, in terms of, if they get Aaron Rodgers, if they were playing head to head. Yep. Okay. Yes. Broncos better bucks. Yes. Titans. Yes. Those are the three best teams last year. Chiefs. No. Uh, Cowboys. Yes. Rams. Hmm. No. <laughs> Bills. Uh, yeah, uh, no. Cardinals. Yes. Bengals. Yes. Raiders. Yes. And then 
of Patriots? Yes. 49ers? Yes, they're better and than all I the think, rest of the And teams. I was going to say, and I think we can stop there. So you had them three and four, or, or right around the third or fourth best team. And I think if we dove into this, especially since the Broncos played two games against the Chiefs, I would think you'd say they're going to push. Yep. And then, so, I mean, they're right there. What I went with was there's two, like, out-of-this-world unicorn quarterbacks. That's Mahomes and, and Allen. Yep. Um, but isn't then, Rodgers one of those guys? Yes. Let me let me. Sorry, go sorry, sorry. Process. You got six then, seconds. Go. Then you got the Rams, who are the best team. Fair. Uh, and they have a, the coaching staff. And then the tiebreaker for all of this was coaching staff. The Broncos have the most inexperienced coaching staff. We don't know anything about them. I can't give them the benefit of the doubt against Andy Reid, John McVay, uh, Sean McDermott. Very, very, very fair. And I think this is fair. I, I Even with the Broncos getting a back-to-back MVP, Ryan, I don't think they instantly become the number one team in the NFL. All right. Can we turn the, the clock down? I don't think we need all three minutes, do you? Mm, a little speed mode. Yeah. yeah let's, let's turn the clock down to two minutes Ooh. and crank Ooh. this thing up a little bit. We'll give Kale a second. I know we, we are uh, asking him to do this on the fly here. But, yeah. We're um, good. Okay, we're good. All right. Mm. Next one. You see the uh, graphic on there. Russell Wilson. Angry go. Russ. Angry Russ. The Broncos, they jump up not as much with Aaron Rodgers, but they're right there. I think tied with the Dallas Cowboys in terms of uh, the fourth best odds. I think they are behind the Rams here. And the Dallas Cowboys at plus 1,400. That's actually significant juice off of the Chiefs and the Bills at plus 750. But I think they're right there in that conversation to be the, the third best team in the AFC. Yeah, here's the tough thing for us. Look at some of the names on this list. Rams, 49ers, Cardinals. Those are, those are his division teams last year, mm-hmm. uh, and they got last in that division. Yeah, that's good so point. it's really hard um, to, you know, obviously you'll get a little sell job from just he's going to Denver. They've got a better line. They've got, you know, great weapons. they got a better defense. Okay, so you get a bump from that. It's interesting that the Cardinals are so low at plus 2,500. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they've got issues of their own. We'll talk about that in just a second here. That's for sure. Um, I think the Broncos jump up into a tie right there, like you said, with the Cowboys, 49ers, and Bengals. Oh, yeah, those are tied. Yep. Um, and so you got them at plus 1,400 if we're talking odds. But basically you're saying they're in tier two. Yep, exactly. A strong tier two. Are they better than the Packers? Yes. The Broncos are better than the Packers with Aaron oh, Rodgers. with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The Broncos have Russell Wilson. The Packers have Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, give me the Broncos. I like that, too. I like that, too. Tampa Bay. Yes. Titans. Yes. Chiefs. No. Cowboys. Uh, yes. Rams. No. Bills. No. Okay, so they're, they're right around there. Just just a tad bit shy of that. Yeah, and Bengals. I would put them behind the Bengals. Yeah. Behind the Just, Bengals. Again, I'm I'm giving the tiebreaker to coaching staff. Fair, and we love Zach. Right, we do we do <laughs> we do love Zach Taylor. Oh yeah, that was perfect, yep, perfect yep, amount yep. of time. Uh, Man, okay. Russ is so angry in that photo. I want mean Russ. Maybe he is going to be traded with that if that's how he feels. He's probably mad that they did that stupid uniform redesign. <laughs> Although they were better than the ones they had in between, they need to go back to the. 90s like AFC West mm, Seahawks. Right, right, yep. All right, uh next one, we just mentioned them, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Let's throw Kyler Murray in 2 minutes on the board. Zach, if the Broncos were to get <sighs> Kyler Murray, it would be it would be the 
like best thing that's ever happened to the history of sports radio in Denver oh, and sports podcast. Goodness, not just a huge name of quarterback, but then drama, the debate, controversy. The dra- yeah. Oh, it would be fantastic. We would like it. So, Kyler, come to Denver, and when if he comes to the Broncos, I think they. Let me just quickly set the stage here by saying a lot of turmoil between the Cardinals and, and Kyler Murray to start right now. That's why he's on this list. We're not just yep. going to name every quarterback. Right, exactly. And I think the Broncos stay exactly where they are. Ooh. I think they stay with the eighth best odds because I look at the Baltimore Ravens. Do they have a very good, young, yes. talented quarterback? They sure did. they did. miss the playoffs last year? They sure so did. So do they have some weaknesses on their team? Yes. Now, they do have the coaching staff. So in, in a tiebreaker, I'd give the bump uh, to, to the Ravens. But... I'm not going to put them below the Buccaneers who don't have a quarterback right now. Uh, and then I think they're right there with Tennessee and the Patriots as well. So I, I, I think the Broncos stay put. They're still a top 10 team in the NFL. Wow. This is really interesting. And I think you nailed it. Um, what, what evidence would you have to say they're better than the Ravens? I wouldn't be able to. I mean, Kyler's done nothing clutch. Yeah. I mean, he might be a, a, um, a product of the cliff fall off. Right. That always happens in the second half of the season on Cliff Kingsbury teams. But, man, the, you, you're right. You haven't had any evidence. Uh, you, he hasn't put together a full, full season. He hasn't won big games quite yet. And and Lamar Jackson has that same issue yep. Um, yep. late in the season. But you're giving the tiebreaker to Harbaugh yep. and a former MVP over a guy who has a lot of questions surrounding whether or not he can get into the top tier of quarterbacks right now. Exactly. And I'm not going to go through all the teams, but let's do AFC West teams. Are they better than the Chiefs? No. Are they better than the Chargers? Yes. Are they better than the Raiders? Yes. Okay. So the Broncos second best team in the AFC West with Kyler Murray. Yeah. That's perfect. I, I agree with that. Um, I agree with myself on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so smart, Ryan. <laughs> I like to thank John Elway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, okay, let's. This is where it kind of starts to drop off and be less fun. Maybe we just don't do him. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. call it a show. <laughs> yeah. uh, why don't we do these in a second here? Let's give ourselves a chance to bask in the glory of the Broncos yeah. getting Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Russell Wilson, or Kyler Murray. Three quarterbacks that I think could end up leading this team uh to a super bowl um but first man you missed out last night i've been trying to tell everyone all week come to the dnvr bar on wednesday it's gonna be epic and actually a lot of people listened they braved the snow came out here great crowd um and the avs and nuggets put on an absolute show yep um as parker put in the slack they delivered the goods uh (laughs) nuggets buzzer beater Avs shutout against two teams that we do not like both teams on the road yep epic i i still can't believe the nuggets won um and i also went seven for seven on my bets including three parlays (laughs) <laughs> so you are sitting pretty today. Yes, yeah, did the Ooh. old uh, triple the account night. Wow, yeah. incredible, incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. It, it, or were did you have money line on Nugs and Avs in one of those? Money line Nugs Avs. I had a parlay of McKinnon shots and Jokic rebounds. Both of those hit before even the final period started. Not I think they actually worried. hit in the first half of the game. There you go. Uh, and then I had a Jokic SGP, which was twenty six points. Uh, 14 rebounds and eight assists. He gets the eighth Insane. assist on Insane. the game winner. <laughs> Insane. So, anyways, uh, you got to come down here and hang out for these games. Mm-hmm. Um, not only are you gonna have a great time with great food, but you'll also be surrounded by great people. So come, uh, come hang out at the DMVR bar. Ryan, what happens after a big game, especially a night game? The game ends. You try to go to bed. You can't. Right? You need oh, some yeah. help. You need some help going to bed. 
our friends over at Lightshade Dispensary. Mm. They've got Wana Optical Optimals, which is a fast asleep 20 to 100 THC to CBD ratio. And if you need to get some shut eye after those big games, you take a Wana and you'll be out. And it'll help you get a well-rounded sleep as well. And if you're looking for anything else over at Lightshade Dispensary, use the code DNVR and you'll get 25% off each and every purchase, whether you're online or in-store. Use that code DNVR over at Lightshade Dispensary. Uh, I'm not the type of person who wants to go to sleep after a big win. I want to celebrate. Mm. Uh, and if you're thinking, hey, I want to celebrate with some cocktails, no better way to do it than with Ranch Rider. These things are legitimately delicious. Mm-hmm. Like, good enough that if it wasn't faux pas, I'd just be like, yeah, bring me one right now. <laughs> uh, I'll have it's like a it's like a it's like a I don't know, just a great beverage to sip on. It is a Thursday. Ooh, Thursday, it's afternoon. Yes, there we go. Let's go. You know, you're talking me into a ranch rider right now, and that's not very hard. Um, I love the jalapeno lime one they have. Mm-hmm. Gives you it, it's not spicy per se, but it does give you the little lip yep. tingle, yep. a little yep. little yep. little uh, I call that spicy. Uh, yes. You probably don't call it spicy. I just call that being alive. <laughs> um, these things are delicious. Uh, they'll get you where you're trying to go. Uh, and like I said, poured over ice, little extra lime in there. Yep. Um, you got yourself a delicious cocktail. And as Kale is showing us, they have uh, many different flavors. You can get tequila, you can get vodka, uh, and they are so good. It's a good website. That really is a good website. <laughs> I'm very, very impressed. So yeah, check out our friends over at Ranch Rider. Go to ranchriderspirits.com. Find out where they carry them near you. Ah, we were talking about impressive things, and now we're just we're thrown into the Kirk Cousins of the world, right? Yes, and actually we'll start... I'd be curious to see where these two land, because if we were just ranking these, I probably would have flipped these guys. Um, But we start with Jimmy G. Two minutes on the clock. Go. Mm, Jimmy G. The Broncos have to take a step back, right? Uh, They have to. And I agree with you with the talk about Kirk Cousins flipping them. Jimmy G. He's a winner, Ryan. He's a winner. But how much of a winner is he when he's not surrounded by Kyle Shanahan, Bill Belichick? I mean, we can't forget those are the two coaches he's been around. (laughs) And with this staff... I think Jimmy G comes in and he's better than people initially think. I think people are like, no, not Jimmy G. He's better than that. But he makes the Broncos fall. Mm, 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 mm. (sighs) He makes the Broncos fall in the, oh, man, this is tough, in the Minnesota Vikings, Seattle Seahawks conversation. And I'm even a little skeptical to go that high up on him because I, I think Minnesota, Kirk Cousins is better than Jimmy G in my opinion. And I think a Seattle Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson way better than Jimmy G. Do I have to knock him down even more? Yeah, I do actually. Oh my god! I, I'm going. I'm going plus four thousand with the Dolphins, the Eagles, uh, and that that's where they land right there. How are you going to sell me on him over Derek Carr with the Raiders? I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't sell him on on the Raiders and Josh McDaniels. Uh, but I can sell. Here we go. I'm putting them right at five thousand because I think they're better than the Steelers. But okay. I think they're man. I just fell fifteen hundred points. Yeah, I would put them at plus forty-seven fifty, right in front of the Raiders, because we have evidence on Josh McDaniels as a, as a coach, and it's bad evidence. That's it makes true. him go backwards. You, <laughs> yeah. you can use the um, the unknown as a boost rather than uh, against most coaches where we know they're good, and so you can't put them in front of them. So this puts the the Broncos right at nineteen or twenty best team in the NFL. This is uh, that's all you need to hear to say don't do it. It's not worth especially you're going to be paying them a lot. You might have to give up a second or a third round pick to get them. So, let's go through the AFC. Better than the Chiefs? No. Better than the Chargers? No. Better than the Raiders? Yes. Slightly because yes. the Josh McDaniels not bump, but anti-bump. Yep. <laughs> 
perfect. Oh, boy, Ryan, that's to start this. I mean, the odds should probably only go down from here for the most part. Well, we'll see. There, okay. I, 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 there's some interesting ones here. I, Jimmy G just cannot inspire me. Yeah. Too many bad decisions, too many bad throws, not enough um, uh, traits. He's just a game manager for a really good coach. I thought you were going to say he's just good looking. He is very good looking, <laughs> given that. Probably the best best left on the list. Uh, best on the list, period. All right, this next one. Man, I just really can't stand this guy, but let's put two <laughs> minutes on the clock and see where we go here. I mean, the smile kind of says exactly what you're saying right now. Uh, and we're talking Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins, to me, Ryan, he fits right in with three teams that all have the exact same odds, plus 2,500. That puts him in with the Chargers, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Indianapolis Colts. Chargers... I'll ask you in a second about them. The, the, the Cardinals, man, with how up and down there, I think Kirk Cousins comes in and makes the Broncos even with them. And then the Colts, I got to give the nod to the Broncos in this. The Colts don't have a quarterback. The report came out that Carson Wentz is gone. Maybe we should throw him on this list as well. Uh, but I think they're right there because Kirk Cousins, he can put up the numbers. He's just not a winner. He's like the opposite of Jimmy G. Yeah, um, this is crazy. He's the best one left on the list yep. uh, in terms of what it would do for the Broncos this year. Kirk Cousins, much as I, he just bothers the hell out of me. <laughs> he's really good at throwing the football. Yeah. Um. And while he struggles in big moments and all that stuff, uh, I think that his production would cause people to say, "Man, he's really going to unlock all those weapons in Denver." And you know, if they can make sure that defense stays on plane, I am right there with you. Put them right in the group with the Patriots, the Chargers, the Cardinals. And I don't think the Colts belong in that group, yeah. but they're there as well. Um, it's tier three, would you put it? Yep. A tier three team, yep. so somewhere between 10 and 15. Yep, and a playoff team. You should, you're absolutely in the hunt. You should make the playoffs. Uh, man, it's weird that the Browns are behind the Colts when the Colts don't have a quarterback. All right, let's take, take it to the AFC. How competitive, and the Broncos play two games against these, so tell me their records against the Chiefs. Mm, you're thinking... You're thinking clocks and one ticking. and one, one and one. Wow, Raiders. Um, uh, they play some weird game on a holiday and something bad happens. One on one, and then the Chargers. Two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Oh. So the Broncos four and two in the division with Kirk Cousins. What a massive upgrade! Yeah, it's a big upgrade, and and it, it just doesn't feel good. I'm going. I'm going three and three. Okay. I'd split with everyone. What did they do last year? Uh, Owen. No, they beat the Chargers. So it was one and five. Okay. Right? They got swept by the Chiefs and the, and the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll take three and three after that. You certainly would. All right. Moving on down the list. Uh -oh. Interesting one here. Probably un not very likely, but we'll entertain it for, I guess, two minutes. Um, Baker Mayfield. Well, we got to look where the Cleveland Browns are right now. They're at plus 3,000. It's exactly where the Broncos would be if they got Baker Mayfield. What's the difference between the Browns and, and the Broncos? For the most part, it's very similar. Maybe the Brown, maybe the Broncos are the Browns light just a tiny bit. The coaching staff, more unknown with the Broncos coaching staff, although I don't view the Browns coaching staff as incredible, but more unknown with the Broncos. Two great running backs. Broncos uh, could bring Melvin Gordon back and have two great running backs like, like they did. Good wide, wide, wide receiving core just like the Browns did. Uh, the Browns had probably better pass rush but I think overall the Broncos defense is just a little better maybe in the secondary so I think the Broncos are exactly the Cleveland Browns if they have Baker yeah yeah and that's not where you want to be no 
Now, plus 3,000? I mean, I'm saying, how are these guys behind other teams? And that's just where Baker gets you. Yeah, the, it's crazy the more you look at this, like just how much, how many good quarterbacks there are in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, and, and I say good. There's only a few elite, a couple great, a lot of good. Mm -hmm. And I think Baker goes in the good category. He's certainly capable of good. Um, and, and maybe he's even shown ca capable of great before. Definitely not elite. Um, and that's what scares me if you were to think about making a move like this is you you'd have to give up a lot yep. and you're not getting elite and it's more than money and that's what's hard for me yep. is how do you convince yourself that baker mayfield lifts a lombardi trophy in denver you if gotta be you're saying that right then you, i'm really thinking about you it you gotta imagine like all sorts of development and progression right that why, your, my question would be, why didn't it happen in Cleveland? Right, right. And it's a great question. All right, the division. How did the Broncos do against the Chiefs? Um, oh, God. 0-2. Oh 0-2 oh as well for me. Raiders? 1-1. Uh, and one. That's what I'm going with in the Chargers. 1-1. One one. That's what I'm going with. So 2-4 and four in the division. It's better. <laughs> not, not good enough. <laughs> not good enough. All right, we move on down the list to another guy. And this will really shake up the division. <laughs> I don't think he's available either. But again, uh, it's not a whole show. It's two minutes on Derek Carr. Ryan, the crazy thing about Derek Carr, when you look at the odds to win the Super Bowl, Derek Carr is the best quarterback with the worst odds. You go through every other team that is behind the Raiders, they either don't have a quarterback or they have a bad quarterback or not a very good quarterback, in my opinion. The Las Vegas, or Vegas, I should say, the books hate the Raiders for whatever reason. I don't hate Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr elevates this team more than Jimmy G does. I think he elevates this team more than Kirk Cousins does. I think he elevates this team, who was the guy we were just talking about, more Baker. than Baker Mayfield does. I think he puts the Broncos in the, the range of kind of where they are right now. Yeah. Sitting at plus two thousand with uh just I above move the them Buccaneers. back to the Titans level. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Yep. Um here's how you sell yourself on this. Josh McDaniels gets in. You know what he loves to do? He loves to <laughs> blow out a franchise quarterback for a scrub he had in a former life. He goes and gets Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, moves out ooh. Derek Carr. The Broncos get Derek Carr. Um and that that's one of the best options in here. Um yeah. I have gained so much respect for Derek Carr. There was a time after the foot injury where he really regressed. Yep. And I don't know what it was. Uh, maybe John Gruden coming in, you know, helped him with like the football rehab that he needed. He stopped seeing ghosts. Now the dude is nails. Yep. Um, and he's gone higher than he ever was before. In fact, I think like the last two years he played better quarterback than he did on that one team where they were really good. Um, he's, he's, he's really good he is he is and we we always say he's a top 10 tw top 12 quarterback that's exactly where this will put the broncos as a team top 10 tw top 12 they would be in the playoffs how do they do against the chiefs Ooh, how many times With has Derek he beaten Carr. the chiefs in his career uh, I think he beat them last year or two years ago at least on the road i'll give him one i'm gonna go give him one as well chargers uh i'll give them both i'm gonna give him one and now the raiders let's say the raiders have jimmy g I'm gonna give the Broncos both. I'm gonna I'm gonna say one and one. I just uh, there's always something weird that happens. So then we've got what is that? Four and two. We've both got four and two. Yep, just different. All right. You All continue right. to believe in the Chargers, and I continue <laughs> to not. <laughs> um, okay. I would like Carr though. 
It's not going to happen in, in the division. It won't happen. It's funny because everyone used to hate him, and I really don't think anyone can really bring themselves to hate him anymore. No, no. And, and we saw the leader he was this year, too, oh, when everything just happened. And remember, Justin Herbert gets a whole lot of credit um, for, you know, the crazy stuff he did in that game. He had to do that crazy stuff because of what Derek Carr was yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And who won? Derek Carr. Yep. Um, okay, this one's funny. Um, out of nowhere. <laughs> Gardner Minshew. <laughs> you just wanted we, to put that picture up there. <laughs> exactly. Him, and what are we talking now? Fourth, fifth tier quarterbacks. And Gardner Minshew, the Broncos obviously drop, but they don't drop as far as some people would think by getting a backup quarterback. And that's what Gardner Minshew was this past year, a backup quarterback. I think the Broncos, man, they have to be right there with the Saints, right? I mean, no. The Saints, no. Worse, worse, yeah, worse, worse. Who worse. do the Saints have? I, it doesn't matter. Worse? Oh my gosh. Okay, this is maybe where we're gonna. Well, no, because you have the Raiders there. I do have to put the Broncos below the Raiders. Okay. The Saints are just getting love. I just think because they're the Saints. I'm. Oh my gosh. I'm. Oh, I'm putting them above the Washington Commanders. What about the Falcons? Yeah, Matt Ryan's so overrated. He's better than Gardner <laughs> Minshew. Gardner Minshew, though. Don't forget, 34 touchdowns, like seven interceptions. Um, I have to put them tied with the Commanders, Falcons, and Panthers. Okay. Okay. And I was just one notch above that, so that's fair. Yep. They're an eight or nine win team. Oh, that's not where you want to be. That Certainly. is not where you want to be. And that's kind of the most concerning move the Broncos can make, is getting one of these guys that helps them stay afloat, right? Teddy Bridgewater last year. Gardner Minshew this year, just stay afloat. No, sink or sink. Sink, yes. <laughs> let go. Yep. Uh, it's like uh, the Titanic. Just let, just let go of the little door or whatever they're on. Man, the Desk. Eagles plus 4,000. So the Broncos would be just right behind them, and he was their backup. Yep. That makes sense. Yep, would make sense. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Eagles, huh? That's an, that's an interesting one. Good they're not going to win the Super Bowl. So right, it's a, right. Well, that's the thing is, like, yeah, it's a, I think you're getting good value on right. it, but they, they aren't going to win it. That's so how I feel about the Seahawks, plus 3,500. Yeah. Bad team, but Russ, come on. Yeah, they've just – their division is so hard. They might not even make the playoffs. Like you said, they finished last. Yep, exactly. Okay, uh, last one we have here, and it's, it's funny because a lot of people are naming – I've seen, like, every rookie quarterback um, in the chat saying that – so-and-so is better than so-and-so. I saw Sam, Sam Howell is better than Baker, you know, and so on and so forth. But we're only going to talk one here because I love him. <laughs> um, and I think the conversation – I don't think I would change it that much between Malik Willis, Sam Howell, right. Kenny Pickett. You're all ending up in the same place. So we'll just have Malik be the representative of the rookie quarterbacks because he is our favorite. Where do the Broncos stack up, Zach, with Malik Willis as their quarterback next year? Man, I look at rookie quarterbacks. How many of them struggled last year? Well, look, just start here. Look at the teams that are in the very bottom of this. Yep. New York Jets, rookie yep. quarterback last year. The Jacksonville Jaguars, rookie <laughs> yep. quarterback last year. The Chicago Bears, rookie quarterback last year. That's three of the bottom The Houston six. Texans, they went with a rookie for most of the year. <laughs> they did. He doesn't even really count. <laughs> um, so, you know... It's essentially, if you start a rookie, you're going to have a bad time 
most of the time. In terms of odds, I'd put them just above the Chicago Bears because they're a rookie. They're unknown. I think they get the benefit of the doubt. Malik Willis, all the traits he has, I think skyrockets, or not skyrockets, but puts him just above the Bears at plus 8,000. For context, the Bears are the, have the sixth worst odds. So the Broncos, I'm putting them with the seventh worst odds in the NFL. And there's a big gap between the Bears and the Panthers, who are six and seven. Panthers plus 5,000. I don't trust the Panthers at all, but we don't know what their quarterback situation is, so I'm putting the Broncos right in between those two teams. Here's the thing. History essentially tells you if you're starting a rookie quarterback from week one, you're not winning the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, So Vegas is going to follow the odds of history and just say all the teams that are going to start rookie quarterbacks, plummet them to the bottom. Um, And if you are starting a bridge – you're, it feels like your chances are even worse. And you're basically <laughs> saying like, oh, we're just we're just trying to buy some time before we go to our actual starting quarterback. Yep. So it has nothing to do with my feelings on Malik or his future in the NFL. But I would actually even put them below the Bears um, at somewhere like plus nine thousand. Plus nine thousand. See so him having below the Giants as well. Um. Yes, and that's. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think the Giants should be tied with the Bears, I guess. So I would put the Giants down at, with the Jacks at plus 10,000. Man. Um, but it, it's it's not. This is why the Broncos under John Elway were so gun-shy to draft a quarterback. You aren't going to win in your first season with that guy. Right. It's very true. It's very true, Ryan. I think the team with the best value is the Jacksonville Jaguars at plus 10,000. I could see them becoming the Cincinnati Bengals. Look, Trevor Lawrence, generational quarterback, got destroyed by a terrible coaching staff. Now you get Doug Peterson, someone you and I like, bring stability in, and uh, man, plus 10,000. I may may throw a dabble on that. (laughs) Again, if it was... To make the playoffs, it might be worth the sprinkle. They're not winning the Super Bowl. Man, ten bucks, you win one thousand and ten dollars. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> it's not happening. Um, I don't want to be Stephen A. Did you, did you see that clip? <laughs> yes. Of him saying it was like preposterous that yep. the Bengals could win the Super Bowl this yep. year. Well, I guess in the end he was right. Yeah, boy, uh, four <laughs> minutes away from being wrong. Yes, he was. Um, all right, interesting conversation and really freshened up. Uh, my perspective mm-hmm. on things. If you need to freshen up ah. your mouth, head over and meet our friends Beautiful. at Green Mountain Dental Group, just 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver over there in Lakewood. Big Colorado sports fans, I know the conversation there today is about the Nugs and the Avs and the great night that it was last night, um, especially probably the Avs. Darcy Kemper, man. Mm-hmm. Dude's in his bag right he now. Is. Um, so that's the type of people they are. They're big Colorado sports fans over there. They're also part of the DNVR family. They've been supporting us for a long time, uh, actually throughout the entirety of the pandemic, which means the world to us. So if you need anything done, in the dental world, hit up our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. And shout out to someone else who's been rolling with us for a long time, and that's our friends over at Strava Craft Coffee. We wake up with them every single morning. They keep us going throughout the day. And Strava Craft Coffee isn't just delicious coffee. They have so many great flavors, too. Love me some toasted marshmallow. They also is infused with CBD, and CBD can help relieve aches, pains, headaches, migraines, anything that's going on and can help relieve in your body. And if you use the code DNVR25 over at StravaCraftCoffee.com, that's D. DNVR 25, you'll get 25% off your first order of Strava Craft Coffee. And then if you use that, you fall in love with it, subscribe to Strava and you'll get 25 or 20% off each and every order after that for the rest of your life. So check them out. It's delicious coffee. All right. In the comments, someone's saying Willis is not generational just because you guys saw 
He looked cool at senior old practices. I don't, <laughs> did anyone call him generational? No, no, cer okay. certainly not. We just know he quarterbacks go top five, don't they? Certainly. And top 10 at least. And he's right now, not just us, he's skyrocketing in everyone's board. And I will say he has an extremely rare combination of speed and arm strength and uh, speaking of cool at the senior bowl did you see the cool play he made during the senior bowl game the 40 yard run yeah. where it wasn't a designed run it was a pass then he breaks up the pocket through the middle of the pocket goes right nearly to the entire right side but cuts all the way across the field to the left and gets 40 yards you don't see that happen no i mean again it, it, you're you are banking on your own ability to develop yep um and it's a big gamble but if you believe in your coaching staff you should make you should take that gamble in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and like I said, you know, he's not just your average college quarterback who has some wheels. He also has an absolute cannon attached. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those two things together don't come around often. It's very true. It's very that's why someone's gonna jump on him. Yep. And plenty of guys like that have been busts. Right, of course. Also, yep. a combination of incredible wheels and arm strength is Josh Allen. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that one is going to be one or one is going to be the other, but it's worth a gamble. Exactly. If you believe in your coaching staff. Right. Exactly. Should right. we jump into the comments yeah, section? Yeah, let's, let's keep it rolling on the comments here. Um, and do we have any Super Chats? Not today. Great. Let's jump right into uh, the website then. First one coming in from the Chad. Aaron Rodgers is a free agent next year. Would Denver better be suited to draft a quarterback this year? And if that works out well, great. Problem solved. Otherwise, sign Rodgers next year as a free agent. Crush it for a year, maybe two, and then draft another quarterback. It just seems like we would have to give up so much for a guy who is a free agent next year on the tail end of his career. Ryan, ideally, I say absolutely. Don't give up three first-round picks if you can get him next year. I just think I don't think that's an option. I think it's get him this year in a trade or he's going to finish his career with uh with green bay to me the clock is just ticking too much um if you're gonna go after a guy you at least want to have a window there i think you get a three-year window tops um if you do it next year it's it's a two-year window tops it's not enough time i think you want to get i think you need that third year at least in your head to say okay we can make moves you know we have some time to put this thing together and hopefully as long as he doesn't fall off too much we can have our best team in year three if we didn't get it done in year one or two what about the the buccaneers they didn't take that approach and as of now tom's only gone two years with them they won i mean they won the super bowl so they made the right call so it's a gamble yeah that's what you're saying that's yeah, what the bronx would be doing <laughs> It's crazy to say, but it was a little bit of a gamble just because they only got two years out of him. And right. if they didn't win the Super Bowl, let's say um, it's hard to even imagine a world where they didn't win that Super Bowl because they smacked the Chiefs <laughs> yeah. so decidedly. Yeah. Um, but let's just say they lose that game. And then what happened this year happens this year. Then it was a waste. Yeah. Yeah, crazy enough, crazy enough. Next one from Bronco Euler said, I shared a video on, on Twitter with Ryan uh, of our new instructional designer, John Vieria, talking about his job as a high school teacher and his background and the vibes are eerily similar to the clips we've seen of Hackett in yep. the meeting room. Safe to say he has a type. We've had a ton of guys come th through over the past few years who have forgotten more football than we'll ever know, but were they actually effective in transferring that knowledge to the players? The staff is incredibly inexperienced, yes, but the way I see it, 
is kind of like this. Fangio, the genius professor you had in university with world-renowned research papers, academic awards, and patents, but also no people, skills, or teaching abilities. The guy who hides in the dark basement office between lectures and <laughs> desperately avoids eye contact as you pass in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Hackett. The young teacher's assistant that's tight with all the undergrads who come up with some of with some goofy lab bit that ended up helping you pass organic chemistry. He'll probably never get get tenured or a Nobel Prize, but he's maybe the biggest part of making your four years of undergraduate make sense and hit a legendary pop and lock at that one rager sophomore year. It's a great, <laughs> great analogy, and I couldn't agree with it more on all levels. It's not always about being a genius, mm -hmm. especially as a head coach. It's about connecting. It's about teaching. It's about getting everyone on the same page. And it's not just Vieria who fits this mold. If you go and just read any interview with these guys, what do, what yep. do you hear from them? They'll say, oh, I'm energetic. I it was Butch Berry yesterday I yep. saw. You know, he described himself as passionate, energetic, um, fiery. Yep. That's the whole staff. Yep. Uh, it's just full of guys like that. Um, and, and again, you're going to need buy-in from your veterans. But – like Justin Simmons, it's going to land with Justin Simmons, this oh, type of coaching absolutely. style. You get him. He has, you know, people who trust him. If you have Justin buying in and you have the, some of the other leaders on this team buying into this way of doing things, it can be really powerful uh, with all the positivity and all the energy. Just around Justin, you may not want to be saying like, uh, where dudes are doing dude things, you know, that may not oh, rub yes. Justin the right way. Not a big Steve Adazio. <laughs> yes, exactly. Who is though? No one. Urban Meyer. Yes, Urban. <laughs> Who's a big Urban guy right now? Uh, Not Draymond Jones. Uh, I, I, I was gonna say he was a. I was gonna say where he was. I saw where he was on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm, who Urban? Yeah. Oh. With another person who. Oh. A lot of people don't interesting. Like. Interesting. Um, Squeaky Bum Time says, "Hey fellas, uh, where would Locke fall in this year's quarterback class? If there isn't someone that they fall in love with. We should trade back, acquire draft capital, and chase." one next year roll with lock this year good or bad that is if we don't land mr car salesman deluxe this year <laughs> and i i mean i agree in terms of long-term future it, it would be better to not just draft a guy you don't like and try to force him this year but just trade back acquire for next year yeah i think it was mace who said he thinks drew lock would be qb5 in this year's class and and i disagreed with that strongly again re rewinding ourselves to the way drew lock was coming out of college he was the all-time sec passing leader um you know a lot of stuff that none of these guys can really put next to their name yeah uh, obviously had the rocket arm was mobile enough i think that he would probably be QB3, maybe QB2. I thought I was going to say, I think he'd be right there with Sam Howell, kind of fighting for that QB2. Uh, I think he'd be more favorable than, uh, uh, oh my gosh, why can't pick I it? pick it? Pick it, yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean, at least Pickett has the stats to be able to like match with Drew. Right. Um, it would be interesting. And no one can even, like, we couldn't have a, a civil conversation about this because I don't think people can actually <laughs> turn their brains right. back to, to where we were back then. Um, but. He'd be right in the mix. Yep. Um, Malik, I think, would stay as number one, at least in my book, just because of the elite traits. I agree. I agree. Dan Burke says, hey, guys, what do you all make of the Vikings poaching several members of our coaching staff? Organizations don't usually take coaches from losing teams, and especially not several of them. Who did they take? I know they took out Donatel. Chris Cooper. Okay. And then an offensive assistant, uh, Riscotti. Oh, they took him. Yeah. I like that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> 
I thought I just saw he was on the staff the other day. It yeah, was he was. To happen yep. like Literally, it happened yesterday. Okay, all right, that makes <laughs> sense. Um, shout out to Riscotti. We shared an Uber with him. We once did. We did in Indianapolis. <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. Um, okay. I. I mean, obviously, I, uh, Donatel makes a ton of sense. Yep. Right. Um, Cooper is young. Yep. You know, um, he's worked right alongside Mike Munchak. That's attractive. And then Riscotti doesn't matter. He's probably just friends with. Cooper and Cooper yep. is like bring him over and there was one more you also have Curtis Modkins who went there too he's also had a pretty decent track record here in Denver yeah so I understand it I mean as a fan I probably wouldn't excite me that much as a right. Vikings fan right. so exactly. why do you guys keep why do you guys want all these Broncos retreads yep um going all the way back to uh Gary Kubiak yep uh but it's weird the connection with the Broncos and the Vikings both ways right both sides yeah, yeah that is interesting um I don't want them to be our like sister team. No, no <laughs> way. Who would you want? And I mean, the 49ers, that's that's who the Broncos yeah. sister team was. Yeah, that makes that makes me feel a little bit better or the Rams. Yeah, Rams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And they they've had some trades with the they Rams. Have, they have. In fact, this morning they officially hired two guys that we talked about earlier this week, actually three guys, but the two coordinators, Broncos Dwayne Stooks officially their special teams coordinator with his one year of coordinating experience. Otherwise, he's been assistant around the league for 14 years. And then they have their defensive coordinator, Aviro. Am I saying it right? Uh, Ivero. Ivero. Okay. Ejiro yes. Ivero. There you go. There we go. The defensive coordinator who's also great friends with Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Um, the two could have a buddy comedy. Oh, they could. Uh, and I would watch <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be, yeah. It, that's a much better team to open up a pathway as being your sister franchise than the yes. other, uh, yes. The other conference than the Vikings. Most definitely. Pig Tosser 66 says, what a night. Ah. Man, I love sports and love my teams. <laughs> I uh, I lost my mind on that buzzer beater. Mm -hmm. Like those are just those moments are so few and far between. They're yep. so precious. Yep. You have to hold on to them. Yep, on the road against a really good team. Nuggets were underdogs. Completely unlikely. Yep, um, big comeback. And then the, the Avs, you know, obviously they didn't dominate from a goal scoring perspective, um, and they didn't even really. Uh, I don't know. That game was a totally different vibe. It didn't feel at all like the Warriors game. And I had both games on at the same time. And it was like kind of hard to match the different energies from each game. Like right. every time you flipped, it felt like you had to like change your entire <laughs> thought process about the game. Uh, but being able to shut out Vegas in Vegas. Yep. Yeah, nice. pretty awesome. He goes on and says, got excited about abs and nuggets and forgot to ask my question. I know it's a year out, but with these two, it's relevant to this year and the decision-making of the team. I hear about Bryce Young and CJ Stroud and how great they are. So how good a prospect are they going into what is probably their final college season? Are they closer to Andrew Luck or Spencer Rattler, <laughs> who I always thought sucked? Uh, I have to say they're closer to Andrew Luck, but they're certainly not Andrew Luck levels. Yep. I would put this more as like um, this is the same draft class, right? Tua and Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. That was that's where I would put them. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and if Tua doesn't get hurt, he is right there for the number one overall pick with Joe Burrow. And Kyler goes right. Kyler goes number one in that draft. Uh, no, that was Joe Burrow. Oh, that was sorry. Yeah, Burrow. Yeah. Burrow goes number one in that draft. Um, and so you go Burrow. I I wouldn't comp him to either one of those, but. I would right. say, you know, Stroud has that Herbert upside, wins in college, yep. um, huge arm, elusive as well. And then Bryce Young, undersized. Mm -hmm. 
Obviously, he has the Alabama thing under his cap, makes all sorts of great plays with his feet and his arm. So I, I think that's kind of those two guys. And so more, th- both of those guys would be the number one in this draft class easy. by far, pretty easy. Uh, we'd be talking about a big trade up with the Jags for number one for a team to pick them. So there is a lot of hype surrounding these two guys. Sucks for the Jags, man. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you, the one, like maybe one of the most powerful positions you can be in is number one pick with your quarterback in yep. hand. Yep. But no one, I don't think anyone's trading up to number one this year. I don't think so either. Nope. Bummer. It is. Uh, from Bash the Man, yo, yo, my boys, what is up, Mace? Love you. Love the rant you went on about teams using Navy too much. Totally agree. But I still don't understand why Tim Patrick isn't considered elite in your eyes. That's it. Peace, love, and chicken grease. I'm out. Well, Mace not here to field that one. Uh, I disagree with the Navy take. Um, I think the two best base colors for a uniform are black and Navy. Mm. Um, so... I don't care if anyone else has them. I want them. As a guy that's wearing black pants, a black uh, sweatshirt, and a black shirt. Yep. Yep. Mm. <laughs> you know it looks good with those all-black uniforms? What? White shoes. Oh, and you got the white <laughs> shoes. Uh, next one here from Jazzy Bronco. Uh, thanks for the coverage, guys. I think I'm out on Rodgers. Too much to give up for an unpredictable all-over-the-place situation that comes with him. There's a high likelihood we could trade for Rodgers and be a one-and-done playoff team and have him retire and be giving the Packers two more years of first-round picks. Count me out. If Kyler and Russ are unavailable and Watson's legal troubles remain unsolved, I think uh, pick best available quarterback at nine. Start them next year if they're the guy. Great. If not, you can sell anyone that is not part of the long-term plan during the offseason for draft capital and package that with our own high pick and redraft next year. Uh, That plan worked for AZ. Well, then we have a cost-controlled long-term answer to build around. Keep up the great work and looking forward to the return of Three Ring Circus. Let me just ask you this really quick. By the way, Three Ring Circus tomorrow, noon. Let's go, baby. Ryan Green on the show should be a great, great yeah. time. I think Jair Alexander was on the board when they drafted Josh Rosen. How much better off would they be right now? Um... Boy, assuming they still get Kyler. Yes, they get Kyler. They, they they suck the next year still, and they get Kyler. They'd be better. But not that much better? No. They're not a playoff team if they weren't going to be a playoff team. And I think that's the best case for why you just do this. Right. Um, it doesn't make that big of a difference. Now, of course, there are types of players that you can get. Like, you could have drafted J.J. Watt around that area mm-hmm. back then. Like, mm-hmm. if you get that guy... It, changes your franchise but once you get out of the top few picks it's not it doesn't set you back that much if you miss on a quarterback as long as you later hit it right now if you miss on a quarterback and then you do what the broncos did with paxton lynch and then you don't draft the next year and you miss out yep. on patrick mahomes and yep. all those guys at sean watson and whoever then you're set back again and then you know the further you push it back the worse you are but to yep. do it back-to-back years if you were to take malik willis at cj stroud next year and CJ Stroud hits and Malik Willis doesn't. Yep. Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And that is just this that's a smart thing to do because and Ryan that's why uh, the Broncos missed out on a huge opportunity last year. They didn't have to give up any future capital to draft Justin Fields or Mac Jones last year and the upside of those guys was way more for the team purpose than drafting a cornerback in the first round. They're going to have an opportunity at one of these guys at 9 and they're not going to have to they're not going to have to gamble with any future assets. Yep. Orange is the new sack. Hey, all. I'm too attached to my Broncos players and Madden franchise to trade them. Do you think George Payton trades his first pick as a GM in Sertan? I think he keeps him uh, for a receipt that he's a franchise corner. 
and Justin Fields isn't all that he was hyped up in the draft. I don't think he would trade him. No, I agree. I don't but think we, we talked about it. We said we would. Yep. Um, I don't think he will. Yep. I'm on team trade whoever and whatever for Rodgers. If he plays two years, give two firsts. Uh, it's totally worth the chance at a playoff berth, which I would put money on Aaron would bring us. Just look at Les Sneed's Rams GM shirt at the Rams Super Bowl parade. <laughs> F them picks. <laughs> which, legendary stuff. Incredible. And then he said it's a lifestyle, which I absolutely love. And, hey, I mean, he's right right now. And he got a Super Bowl, so this way of building a team is right for him. I think there's going to be more teams that take this same approach. And, Ryan, the Broncos will be one of them, I think, if they get Aaron Rodgers. If you get a win-now quarterback – then you are fine moving on from from uh, from assets. But you're not going to move on from Patrick Sertan. If you don't have to trade Patrick Sertan to get Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to trade Sertan for someone else. He's in part, he's a part of your win now. Totally. Peyton Manning, YT, my boys. Three short questions for you today. One, uh, Pat Sertan, is, Pat, is Pat Sertan already the face of the Denver Broncos on ESPN? Um, television ever talks about the Broncos, the guy that I always show graphics of, uh, is Pat. Do you think he has the highest ceiling with this team, with the potential – to be an all-time great. Yes. Absolutely. And excuse me, first of all. Um, uh, yesterday, we put out that tweet that was like, pick four, pick one of these four. Mm-hmm. I think most people pick Champ Bailey as the one they would start their franchise with. Yep. I think Pat Sertan has Champ Bailey potential. I think so, too. That's not a crazy thing to say. Two, where's the best place to get a Duffy roll in Denver? I personally have never had one, but I've been told uh, they're where it's at, and I'm making a trip soon. I'm pretty sure... It's <laughs> just a place called Duffy Roll. It is. It is. I think there's like a couple locations, three or four, and it's called Duffy Roll. And, and then that's you, you the only place you can get it, right? Exactly. I think so. <laughs> and then you go in and you get a Duffy Roll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to say it's not. It's a. It's slightly different from a cinnamon roll in that it doesn't have frosting. Some of them do. Okay. I think a classic doesn't, though. It's gonna be a deal breaker for me. No I want frosting. my I want my cinnamon roll just doused in like cream cheese frosting. Then they're not they're not doused, but I think it's the maple one like that a glaze. has that and it has a little frosting on it. That's that's my favorite for sure. Okay. And would you describe it as like a croissant cinnamon roll? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not crazy about them. That's it's really I I I really like them. Um, it's really funny that that would be someone's recommendation when you come to Denver. I've never once thought of telling someone that. Yeah, I've heard more about the uh, Johnson's Corner cinnamon rolls on the way to Fort Collins. No, no, they're they're good, but okay. I'd rather have a Duffy roll. Okay, yeah, and then uh, Kale's bringing up Butcher Block Cafe, um, which is one of the weirdest establishments you'll ever see, just because it's like a freestanding box that's there's nothing else around it. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I'm not saying there's any. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've you've probably seen it. What's the exit that would take you there, Kale? Um, it's right off of park if you're yeah. Yep. 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 If you take park. Mm, okay. Um, okay. So, anyways, I've heard all about those, and I am a fan of cinnamon rolls, so I might have to get that. Soon. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, now that we're talking Duffy rolls, I, I would recommend a Peyton Manning YT. I could go for one right Just now. Just give me the most like savory, sweet, like if I'm going cinnamon roll, I'm not right. sitting here saying like, ah, I don't want to go too crazy. Right, right, right. Keto's not on that day. No, certainly not. <laughs> Three, he says, being from the Boston area, what do you think about clam chowder? And do you have any strong feelings about what it should consist of? No. Clams and cream, I would think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, as you're from the Boston area, you should tell us. I like putting hot sauce in my clam chowder. That's oh, about the only thing. That... What don't you put hot sauce in? 
Uh, like PB and J cinnamon rolls. <laughs> no cinnamon rolls. <laughs> yeah. Although it'd probably be good. It would a little jalapeno cinnamon <laughs> yeah, roll. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm thinking, like it's like a jalapeno cornbread cinnamon roll hybrid. Oh, yep, yep. Now we're talking. That sounds great. With frosting. I don't know. Maybe. I thought you said everything has to have frosting. Oh, oh yeah. honey spicy would, honey. Yeah, that jalapeno would, honey. That yeah. <laughs> uh, from <laughs> Massive Chub. Okay, fellas, per the conversation the other day of an effective tank job, wouldn't the most surefire way to be that drafting Bailey Zappi in the fifth round and just rolling with him all season? If Locke or a bridge QB are not going to make us bad enough for the number one overall pick, Zappi might end up being the franchise savior. You know, and, and I always wonder, a team that wants to tank, and I think tanking is – smart in the right scenario why wouldn't you just do this but ryan we never see it i guess you can say the houston texans tried to do it last year in, in taking this route it wasn't zappy who was their quarterback uh from stanford davis mills. yeah david davis mills that's the closest to it right and they still didn't even tank and they had all the turmoil surrounding them so uh chubb i totally see where you're coming from i can't explain to you why a team wouldn't do that but they just won't they won't. It's like too overt. I don't know. Just pissing off the fans too much. You know what they could? You could with a good PR staff, which the Broncos have. You mm -hmm. could spin this. Yep. You yep. bring him in. Oh, we just took a flyer on him. Oh, he's really impressing yep. in practice. Yeah. And you know, we're sitting here like watching training camp, and we're like, oh, I don't see it. But they seem really excited about him. And then he goes out there and sucks. And they say trust the process one time and everything's yep. fine. And they and you know what you do? You have you have some leaks come out that George Payton is at the Alabama game seeing Bryce Young. He's watching CJ Stroud and boy, mm -hmm. he loves both of these guys. And at that point the Broncos are one and eight and they have that first pick and people are like, Okay, we see what they're doing here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's about there's about two or three months of really bad and then you see the light. I think at most though, like only thirty three percent of fans would be able to catch on right. and know what's going on. And the other <laughs> yeah. sixty six would be beside themselves. Yeah, they would be. And massive chub rounds us off, says sorry for the double comment here boys just had to add i would i would need an entire doped up russian olympic team to do the metal gymnastics necessary to be excited about jimmy g or kirk as quarterback i don't i don't blame you kirk actually sadly is more exciting to me he is he is they're about complete opposites on and off the field yes yeah yes um and he you know he's got his own off the field distractions yep, yep. That, that come along with them yeah <coughs> um all right before we get out of here i want to give a shout out to msu denver msu denver.edu slash online they're our presenting sponsor you can go check out all they have to offer including 750 total classes 45 online and hybrid programs something for everyone over at msu denver you got to check them out and if you're looking to work a full-time job while furthering your education there's no better place to do it than msu denver because msu denver students work twice as many hours as students attending any other college or institution that is going to wrap it up for us today. Remember, tune in tomorrow, same time, same place. First episode of season two Let's of Three go. Ring Circus. We like to have a lot of fun on Fridays yep. on, uh, in the off season. Uh, so we're excited to experience that with you tomorrow. Maybe so bring we'll a Breck, Breck Brew Ranch Rider with you. Yeah, them. maybe. It'll be afternoon on Friday. Yep, yep. Uh, hit us with a like, baby. subscribe, and uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow on the DMVR Broncos podcast.
flying cat. And 